from MPB Think Radio. This is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Mary Margaret Miller here with Kamel King, and we're broadcasting live from Oxford for the Mississippi Bicentennial North Celebration. We'll tell you all about the amazing things happening in North Mississippi this weekend. First up, a guest from Visit Oxford will join us, and we'll learn all about the North Mississippi Hill Country Picnic. Thacker Mountain Radio Hour has a stellar lineup this week, and the We Are Mississippi Bicentennial Concert will feature major stars like Marty Stewart, Mac McAnally, and Steve Azar. Later, we'll learn how the Yakna Patalfa Arts Council is doing its part to keep the arts alive. Any local events you want to share or tell us your favorite place to visit in North Mississippi, call 877-MPB-RING. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Mary Margaret Miller here with Kamel King, and we're broadcasting live from Oxford for the Mississippi Bicentennial North Celebration. We've been here for a few days, and we're having a good time in Oxford. It's hard not to have a good time in Oxford. I am telling you, Ole Miss is beautiful. Oxford is beautiful. I love this town. Well, uh, Kamel and I are, are, like I said, broadcasting live from uh, the Ole Miss campus. We are in the Ole Miss Law School in the rare books room, mm-hmm. surrounded by beautifully bound leather books. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, uh, Kamel spent more time in law libraries than I have, but it really is an honor to be here. Yeah, I'm kind of freaking out. I really want to run out of here right now. I'm, I'm a little scared. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Kamel and I have, um, have been up here in North Mississippi. Uh, the weather is not getting us down. We've had uh, to change a lot of our plans for our yeah. North Mississippi Bicentennial celebration. But we'll talk all about that today and let you know what those rain plans are, where to go, and how to stay involved throughout the weekend. Yes, indeed. Um, I had the the good uh, pleasure of touring Kamel and some other colleagues around the Ole Miss campus yesterday, um, and that was a lot of fun for me because I spent seven wonderful years on yeah. this campus. And everybody still knows you. You're such a socialite. <laughs> well, they you, love you here. <laughs> well, you know, once you, you never graduate from Oxford. You, you graduate from Ole Miss, but you never graduate from Oxford. You know, you yeah. always keep it in your spirit. But we had um, a, a great meeting yesterday in the Lyceum uh, on the circle here on the Ole Miss campus, and it's such a historic building, such a beautiful building, and it was great to experience that with you, Kamel. Yes, indeed. I truly enjoyed it and did not know that soldiers were buried kind of beyond the campus and everything. There is such history here, and you could just see it built into the the campus and the way the architecture is and and everything. It's, It's really nostalgic. Well, speaking of nostalgia, of course, I um, I was once an Ole Miss ambassador. I'm not sure if that's still the term that they use, but this is when you have like a student give you a tour of campus mm-hmm. when you're like an incoming freshman. And so yesterday as we were going into the Lyceum, I saw several groups of, of freshmen here for orientation with their little uh, leader. Um, <laughs> and, you know, oh, those days have <laughs> are bygone now. Were you touring them and perverting their minds and telling them all of the... <laughs> 
nice watering holes and stuff. Oh, Kamel, not me. <laughs> no, not me. no, not you. But you know what? I do have someone on the line that can tell us about all the good watering holes and everything else um, good about Oxford. Um, we've got our friend Mary Allen Hedges with Visit Oxford on the line. Welcome, Mary Allen. Our little remote broadcast, you all may have to bear with us just a little bit. Mary Allen um, Hedges is our uh, counterpart here at Visit Oxford. She's been a great partner for us as we've um, gotten ready for this big week-long celebration of North Mississippi yeah. and the Bicentennial. Yeah. Um, so she's a real trooper. And uh, she and her colleagues at Visit Oxford uh, really are um, that main source of information for all travelers to Oxford. And as you can imagine, this is such a popular place to visit. Yes, indeed. And I know they have just been working tirelessly with the venue changes, adjusting to Tropical Storm, Cindy, and... Uh, and so we definitely thank them, but uh, such a wonderful group, aren't they? They're they're a great group, and they've got one of the coolest offices. So when you do um, come to Oxford and you need information about touring around, you can visit Mary Allen and her team just right off the square um, in uh, Tom Freeland's old law office. There's there's a law theme today. I know, right? Um, but I think we do have Mary Allen on the line now. Welcome, Mary Allen. Hi, me, Margaret. Hi, Camille. Hey. Good morning. Well, Mary Ellen, thank you so much for uh, being on the show today. We're so excited to be in Oxford. It's been great to uh, spend some time with you and also to spend some time in this beautiful historic town that's got all these wonderful uh, amenities, great restaurants. But tell our listeners a little bit about how Oxford's different maybe than some other destinations around the state. Yeah, well, we're glad to have you all in town. And I feel like we've been planning for this weekend for so long, and now it's finally here. But um yeah, if people are coming out, um, of course, our historic downtown square is kind of the hub of the city with all of our great shopping and dining and art galleries. Um, so it's a really walkable city, and we've got some great walking tour guides that are available at our office. I know you were just talking about our office and kind of the um, historic significance of it, and we're right off of the downtown square um, at 1013 East Jackson Avenue. So we've got maps and walking tours that give you kind of an architectural guide to the square and also homes around the square on North and South Lamar um, in the neighborhood surrounding Roanoke, which is William Faulkner's home. So Oxford's really become known, you know, um, forever as a literary um, town and definitely a literary destination for visitors, but also now a culinary destination as well. Um, so you can definitely eat your way through Oxford while you're here visiting. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. Mary Ellen, I know Oxford is uh, kind of named as the cultural mecca of the South, and it's got so much history, of, uh, like you mentioned, literary history, and just the, it's a culinary mecca for sure. And, I mean, the architecture is just so beautiful. But kind of explain to the listeners how Oxford became the cultural mecca of the South and what type of accoutrements uh, Oxford has to kind of be named that. Right, yeah, and of course having the University of Mississippi here and um, having so many great programs um, that are on campus, the Center for the Study of Southern Culture, which Mary Margaret, I know you know well, having done <laughs> your studies mm-hmm. there. Um, so the Southern Foodways Alliance is housed under that program, and then the Ford Center for the Performing Arts, it brings in so many great uh, performances um, 
that's where the first presidential debate was held in 2008. So just lots of really um, great things on campus um, like that. And, of course, like I mentioned earlier, Roanoke, William Faulkner's home. And we've also got the LQC Lamar House and the Burns Belfry which are two historic properties that the city um, now owns and manages. But um, LQC Lamar has a really interesting story and some really, really nice exhibits that tell the story of his life. He's one of only a handful of Americans that have served in all three branches of the federal government. Um, mm. So there's a lot of Civil War history in those exhibits at his home, which are located right off the square. And then also the Burns Belfry, which um, highlights our African-American um, heritage here in Oxford. And, and both of those properties, along with Cedar Oaks, another historic property that um, was saved from being burned during the Civil War, they are all offering extended hours this weekend um, as part of the bicentennial celebration. So if you're in Oxford and want to check out some of these historic sites, this would be the weekend to do so. And then, of course, Roanoke um, is also open and um, available for tours, and the grounds are beautiful. And there's a really great trail that runs from Roanoke to the University Museum, which is another attraction um, that has several exhibits, um, both permanent and um, traveling exhibitions. But um, Theor Hamlet's Folk Art is on display there. Oh, one of my along favorites. With numerous collections. Yeah, so there, there's lots to see and do. Well, Mary Allen, y'all have been so kind to um, offer these extended hours at the local house museums around Oxford. And you've also um, been working with the University Museum for a great family day tomorrow, Saturday, um, Saturday morning. So could you tell us a little more about that? Sure, yeah. Um, our friends over at the museum, they have a family activity day, um, I think every couple of months. And so with this month's Family Activity Day, they're incorporating the Bicentennial Celebration. And um, I don't know exactly what the activity is, but I know that it is in celebration of Mississippi's Bicentennial. And so that is from 10 until noon. It's free and it's for the family. And it's just drop in anytime from 10 until noon at the University Museum. Um, and then we're also going to be offering just some bus rides, um, double-decker bus rides from 11 to 12, leaving from the museum and just going around campus and then back to the museum probably about every 15 minutes or so for that last hour of the Family Activity Day. So hopefully um, weather permitting that the bus can still go. Um, the, yeah, there's something for the whole family this weekend. Well, I would love to get on that double-decker bus. I've done that one time, and um, I was on the bottom. I wanted to be on oh, the top. Oh, no. I know. you got to get on the top. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, Mary Allen, um, we've also got um, an opportunity tomorrow uh, for the public to tour one of um, the new uh, boutique hotels here in Oxford uh, called the Chancellor's House Hotel. Right. Yeah, this is one of our, it's actually the newest property to open um, in Oxford amongst our hotels. And it is a really high-end, just premier in luxury and accommodations. Um, it's a 31-room boutique hotel located just off the square on South Lamar, right at South Lamar and University Avenue. So kind of the one of the main thoroughfares coming into the downtown square. 
and they're having an open house beginning at 10 tomorrow and you can drop by and, and see the hotel and tour the property and see the amenities that they have to offer and they've got a great bar downstairs and the chancellor's house grill which um actually went um my husband took me there for my birthday last week and the food was fabulous and they've got great outdoor um dining space so you can grab a drink outside um once tropical cindy passes tropical store and cindy passes through but that's right just um it would be you know i would definitely encourage people that if they're in town and kind of curious about this new hotel property to to stop by well, that's great. Great that they're offering that. And, um, you know, I do also want to mention that um, the J.D. Williams Library has a bicentennial exhibit up called yeah. 200 Years of Statehood. They had a really special program on Wednesday afternoon featuring Ralph Eubanks, the, the great writer. But they're also offering some special extended hours through the weekend. They're going to be open on Saturday from noon to 430 nice. for folks to come out and check out that exhibit. They've got a really nice companion website that's very, uh, very much full of Mississippi history information. So another way that Oxford has opened its doors and its arms and is just really being great and hospitable for this very special historic weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Mary we Allen- went to that opening on Wednesday and the exhibit, I would encourage people to go and see that exhibit. Lots of really um, unique and just fascinating history um, over the last 200 years of Mississippi. So... Definitely get out and see that as well. Well, we have a, a special bicentennial um, travel itinerary on visitmississippi.org slash 200 that will give you, you know, a, a few little tips on how to um, to take in Oxford. But, Mary Allen, you guys offer itineraries of all types for travelers yeah. who are here any time of the year. So for folks who want to learn more about Oxford and, and plan their trip, tell them uh, where they can go to uh, get more information. Sure. Yeah, our website, Visit Oxford MS. Dot com offers lots of great information on all of the attractions I mentioned earlier, the LQC Lamar House, Roanoke, the Burns Belfry, of course, archives and special collections at the J.D. Williams Library. Um, and then we also do have some trip ideas and some itineraries, like you mentioned, on our website. Um, so if you go to visitoxfordms.com, you can find trip ideas for Bookworms, which is kind of our literary itinerary music lovers, um, because we do have so much great music Absolutely. here with um, the North Mississippi, you know, Hill Country Blues. And then Foodies, of course, with John Currents, um, being a James Beard Award winner and having four restaurants in town. And then our neighbors next door at St. Leo, who were nominated for a James Beard this year for Best New Restaurant. Um, so lots of just really great food. Ajax, which is my go-to lunch spot, Proud Larry's. I could go on and on. <laughs> sure. um, and then <laughs> discovering local treasures, and that talks about our shopping. And, um, you know, you could find everything from baby gifts to... Um, to wonderful vinyl. That's like yeah. my favorite thing in Oxford oh, is yeah. the record store, End of All Music. I know, well, yeah. Square books. Yeah, That's right. Great. have to they're mention great. that. Well, Mary Allen, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, you can learn more about Oxford at visitoxfordms.com. Uh, many programs, many activities happening through this special bicentennial weekend. We're going to take a quick break. 
any local events you want to share, you just uh, call us, 877-MPB-RING. This is Next Stop Mississippi, and we'll be right back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Mary Margaret Miller here with Kamel King in the rare books room of the Ole Miss rare. Law School. We're broadcasting live from Oxford, Mississippi, here to celebrate the Mississippi Bicentennial North. And we're also here to celebrate the North Mississippi Hill Country Picnic. Uh, I want to welcome now my, my good friend and great blues musician, Kenny Brown. Hey there. How you doing? We're great, Kenny. Thanks so much for calling in today. I know you guys are busy and probably um, already have music uh, brewing or at least sound checking over at the North Mississippi Hill Country Picnic. Yeah, they're setting up the main sound system this this morning and getting ready to go. And we had our guitar workshop yesterday and had the jam for that last yesterday evening late, and that was went real good. Well, Kenny, we uh, like everybody, we've had a little bit of uh, shifting around due to this uh, tropical storm, Cindy. So um, tell folks, you know, most uh, most times the North Mississippi Hill Country Picnic is an outdoor festival, but you guys have um, have, have worked things out to where people are going to stay dry and still hear some great uh, blues music. Yeah, we had to move to another location, that, uh, but we got a good place to do it now. Well, that's great. Yeah, and so um, you uh, have, um, you know, moved uh, moved the, the, the festival this year. You're going to be indoors at what I believe is called Davis Park uh, over in Senatobia, Mississippi. Um, I believe you've got camping availability on the site and, and all the works. Yeah, yeah, it's not actually in Senatobia. It's uh, quite, a bit, quite a bit east of Senatobia, but um, it's owned by Tim Davis and his family that... Uh, same place you know people that own the one place we have have it over on highway seven there oh great kenny i know that uh hill country blues has, has long been known in mississippi but it really has made an impact as of like the 90s where you know more people outside of the local area really knew about it and knew how strong hill country uh blues was but kind of tell us what kind of brought it to the forefront and what has really made just the world kind of pay attention to it you know, with R.L. Burnside, you know, when I was playing with him, him and Cedric and myself were traveling around, and we uh, traveled all over the world for quite a few years. And, and then we did a record with the John Spencer Blues Explosion, which uh, they had, you know, attracted a lot of younger people. And I think that's when, we, you know, I started seeing a lot more interest in the Hill Country stuff. You know, before that, it was uh, kind of a small market, you know. It kind of exploded after that. Wow. Uh, tell the listeners how the uh, North Mississippi Hill Country Picnic, when it got started and how it's grown over the years. Well, this is our uh, 12th year here. And the first year we did just one one day. And the way it really got started, uh, I started seeing all the interest, you know, in that kind of music uh, all around the world. And nobody was 
doing any festivals up here, you know, concentrating on that kind of music. And um, I had a party on my front porch, and so many people turned up that, I, you know, I kept talking about it and talking about it. My wife's a really great organizer, and she put it all together, and we formed a nonprofit and uh, try to educate the youth, you know, about this kind of music. And we, uh, well, last year we had people, she left me some notes here. We had people from uh, <laughs> 31 That's a good states <laughs> and 11 foreign countries last year. Wow. About 2,100 paid attendees last year. So, so it's grown quite a bit. Now we have two days of music. First year we only did one day, but we've been doing two days ever since the second year. Well, and you have quite a number of artists and musicians that perform. I mean, these aren't repeat performances from Friday to Saturday. You've got a crazy lineup. Yeah, we got 23 acts, I think. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Kenny, is there a particular um, thing that you love most about this festival? I mean, I'm sure it's like a family reunion in a lot of ways. Yeah, it is. I tell people all the time that it's kind of a cross between a music festival and a family reunion. Wow. Because, you know, we're all such good friends, and uh, everybody's been, you know, hanging out and playing together over so many years, you know. Well, and Kenny, you really grew up in this music. I know you were um, born in Alabama, but at a very young age, moved over to Nesbitt, Mississippi. And um, as as fate would have it, a great blues musician literally moved in next door to you when you were a young child. Yeah, that's true. Uh, my parents were both from Nesbitt, and my dad was in the Air Force as reason I was born in Alabama. And they brought me back, I think, when I was younger than six months old, but... Um, you know, when I was six or seven, they had picnics across the road from my house, and that's when I first heard the fife and drum music and mm. blues guitar stuff. And then uh, then when I was nine or ten, Joe Calicut moved in next door, and I was already trying to learn to play guitar. And uh, I just about quit because they were trying to teach me to read music. And then when I started hanging out with Joe, he was like, hit it like this, boy, you know. And <laughs> right. <laughs> no reading music, so that, you know. I played with him until he died, you know, and went there just about every day. Kenny, was that the moment that you kind of fell in love with it, or, or could you tell our listeners the moment that Because most people have, uh, a, you know, a real moment where it really got in their blood and just became infectious. Is, is that yeah, when it happened for yeah, you? I guess that's when it was. I mean, you know, I've been... That's how I got into the playing blues. You know, I was trying to play anything at all, and then uh, when Joe started teaching me the blues stuff, uh, you know, that's when it... Really, and then after Joe died, I, you know, met Bobby Ray Watson from uh, lived down the road there, and uh, Johnny Woods, and then I met R.L. Burnside, and you know, played with all of those guys for years. You know. Well, yeah, and I, I you know, as uh, we've got a great write-up on you, Kenny, on the uh, the Mississippi Folklife and Folk Arts Directory. This is from a while back, but um, still a really, really great interview and article. And and you were eighteen when you hit the road with R. L. Burnside. Man. That must have been wild. Yeah, he took me to the first juke joint I ever went to when I was about eight, uh, eighteen, something like that. After when I met him. I started going to his house, you know, two or three nights a week, and we would hang out and play, you know. And then uh, started going to juke joints and all. We didn't really go, like, you know, overseas or tour around the United States until, like, 93. I bet that turned you from a boy into a man real quick, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, at first I was scared to death that first juke joint I went in, and uh, 
you know, but I, I had a great time, you know, but uh, that was kind of a, an experience that first time. Well, now, Kenny, you and your band really close out the weekend. Y'all set as the last set on Saturday night. But uh, tell our listeners some of, uh, and it's impossible to name them all, but some of the, the great acts, the great family you've got um, over uh, in North Mississippi this weekend for the picnic. Well, like I said, we got 23 acts. Uh, we got Stud Ford, who is T-Model Ford's uh, grandson. Mm-hmm. Um, Libby Ray Watson, Bill Stever. Rocket 88, Blue Mother Tupelo, the Kudzu Kings, Reverend John Wilkins, David Kimbrough, Jimbo Mathis, Dwayne Burnside, uh, John McDowell, Marlo DeRoe, R.L. Boyce, Little Joe Ayers, Robert Kimbrough, Bill Abel, Kerry Hudson, Gary Burnside, Rising Star Fife and Drum Band, Eric Deaton, Cedric Burnside, Alvin Youngblood Hart, and a band called Woodstomp, and myself. I think I named them all. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. That is quite the lineup. Now, uh, for folks who want to come out this weekend, um, you know, are there still tickets available? How do they need to go about uh, uh, making their way to the picnic? Yeah, they can uh, buy tickets at the gate. And... uh, they can bring coolers. We ask people not to bring glass or pets, and uh, they can camp. And they can find the directions on nmshillcountrypicnic.com, and we also have a Facebook page. They can get directions. Or they, if they happen to go by the old site, there's a banner up there giving directions to the, to the new location. Well, that's great, and uh, and you've got a lot of great music, but you've also got some great vendors there, some great artists. Um, they are selling cool folk art, uh, a little bit of everything. So, uh, um, yeah, we've got uh, guys selling uh, cigar box guitars, and R.P. Funderburk's good friend of mine makes a lot of uh, bird houses that are really cool, you know, blues related stuff. And I don't know who all the other vendors are yet. I haven't seen, but they were just setting up yesterday. Well, we'll have to make our way out to the North Mississippi Hill Country Picnic to find out. So everybody bring cash so you can take home lots of uh, Christmas presents. And and Betty Davis Groceries uh, fix some good barbecue and food there, too. All right. Well, uh, Kenny Brown, thank you so much for being on the show this morning. We wish you the best of luck for this 2017 North Mississippi Hill Country Picnic. That, that starts today around noon. Music starts at noon and goes yeah. through Sunday. So yeah. uh, thank you again, Kenny, for being yeah, on the thank show. Thank you for all your help and support, too. Absolutely. Well, it is our pleasure. It certainly is, I think, one of the most uh, unique and, and yeah. Lord knows the, the lineup is certainly something uh, to be excited Definitely. about. So thanks for all of your work. Thanks to Sarah Brown, too. And um, now we've got uh, we're going to switch gears and we're going to talk a little bit about Thacker Mountain Radio. We've got Kate Teague on the line. Kate, welcome to the show. Hey, May, Margaret. Thanks so much for having me. Well, we are so um, excited about this special edition, bicentennial edition of Thacker Mountain Radio uh, coming up tonight um, at 7 at the Lyric Theater. But before we get into tonight's show, let's talk a little bit about Thacker Mountain Radio. Uh, Tell us about this great show and and about your involvement. Yeah, so um, Thacker Mountain Radio is a live radio show. Um, We have our seasons that correlate with the University of Mississippi schedule. Um, and so our seasons run from September to November and then from 
February to April. Um, the dates take place at Off Square Books, which is on the square, and um, they're every Thursday starting at 6 p.m. and end at 7 p.m., um, and we host literary and musical guests every week. And we have um, our host, Jim Dees, and um, our Rocking House fan, the Isle Bushwhackers. Um, and so it's great fun. Uh, the Oscar Books holds about 150 seats and people, um, and we have a full house almost every week um, and a lot of fun. It's free. Um, yeah, and my involvement, um, I am the producer and the executive director, and so I, I produce all of the shows and, um, yeah, help us help us fundraise and um, all that good stuff. So it's, it's a really great job, and I've really enjoyed it. Well, I know that our listeners here on MPB are familiar with Thacker Mountain Radio because you guys um, air on MPB on Saturday nights, I believe, yes. at 7. Um, so, you know, everybody, uh, I think, that uh, is an MPB listener is probably also a fan of Jim D's and the Yellow Bushwhackers. Hard oh, yeah. not to be. Um, but, Kate, what really goes into producing a show? I mean, are you thinking about artists and writers constantly? I mean, you know, what? how do you prepare the season for Thacker Mountain? Sure. So, well, first and foremost, um, I book all of the musical guests for each season. Um, our lovely partners at Square Books book our literary guests. Um, and I advance the shows with all of our crew and guests. I explain our format. Um, I schedule load-in and sound check. Um, I create the order of our show, the order in which the guests perform, um, and answer any questions our guests may have. And then the day of the show, um, I manage the flow of operations, um, manage the actual time, making sure we're, we're actually running from 6 until exactly 7 p.m., um, and then making sure the guests feel comfortable when they arrive and feel welcome. And then um, last but not least, just making sure everyone has a good time. Now, Kay, you took over uh, Thacker Mountain March of this year. How much of an undertaking has that been for you? Yeah, um, so I actually came on a little earlier than that. Um, my predecessor, uh, Catherine York, I, I was working closely with her prior to as an intern, um, and she took a job in the summer of last year, almost a year. Um, it was in July, actually, and she asked if I was interested in being interim. And it was um, quite the undertaking at first. I was waiting tables before that. Um, I'm a musician, so I was playing music, um, but I was very closely, um, I was working closely with Thacker at the time, and so um, honestly, it was awesome. She was a great mentor um, and interim for six months and then came on, yeah, in March. Um, it's a big undertaking, but, you know, it really is my passion, so um, yeah. it's, it's something that I enjoy doing. It's something that I've enjoyed learning how to do um, and just working with all the folks I do. Our board of directors is amazing. Um, our crew is amazing. Well, so, and you guys um, really are a well-oiled machine. I know mm -hmm. you were in um, Clinton just last weekend. Lots of uh, great feedback about your Clinton show. You guys do awesome. some remote shows. And this special edition of Thacker Mountain for the Bicentennial is what we'd call, you know, one of these uh I guess it's not a remote show because you're in Oxford, right, but, right. Um, you know, we had originally planned to be in the Grove, which I think was going to be um, a big milestone for you guys, your first Grove edition of, of Thacker Mountain Radio. But Well, you um, know, Jim actually told me, he was like, that's actually not our first Grove show. Um, he could tell you the date, but yeah, it's been, a, it's been a hot minute. And so we were really excited to do it again, but this will be great as well. So we're excited about the lyric.
Well, let's get into the lineup. I feel like this lineup was created just for me, so thank you <laughs> in advance. Um, but let's talk a little bit about uh, what people can expect tonight at 7. Sure. So um, we are really excited about our lineup tonight. Um, we have um, our literary guest is Beth Ann Finley, who is currently the Poet Laureate of Mississippi, um, an outstanding professor at the university, and in addition to being an awesome poet. She is also a great novelist. I think her most recent work being um, a co-write she did with her husband, Tom Franklin, called The Tilted World, um, which is set um, during the 1927 flood of Mississippi. Um, And so we're really excited about her. Our two musical guests, I know Kenny was just talking about um, Sade Thomas and the Rising Star Fison drum band. Um, And Sade is steeped and the North Mississippi Hill Country tradition, um, her sound and influence stems directly from her bloodline. Um, her grandfather, Arthur Turner, who was one of the last well-known five players in America and a great um, addition to Mississippi. And then last but not least, um, our last musical guest is Jet May, who was born and raised in Mississippi. Um, and he pretty much created a DIY indie music scene in North Mississippi and has really made Oxford in particular a music hub for internationally renowned traveling bands by booking them at his former residence, which he and many others called the Cat Spring Dude Ranch, which we mm-hmm. very much miss. Um, and he's currently about to release his fourth um, album, which already has gained um, national recognition. Um, that's called Across the Multiverse. So um, anyway, I think all three of them, it just, is an array of different amazing talent in Mississippi, and so we're really excited about it. Well, and as you mentioned, Dent May's got this album forthcoming. I believe it's pre-order available right now, but we may hear some yeah. songs from this new album nice. tonight. And um, similarly, uh, Beth Ann Finley, who, um, as you mentioned, is our state poet laureate, and I would just encourage everyone, if you have time today, um, to Google her acceptance speech mm-hmm. when she received or, yeah. or accepted the poet laureate position because it was one of the most impactful and remarkable, um, you know, speeches I've ever heard. Um, but I, w- I will also say she's got a book forthcoming called Heating and Cooling. So we may get a little um, a little taste of, of something that has never been, nice. um, you know, heard before. I think so. We'll have to see. Yeah. We're really excited about having her. Well, that's great. Well, Kate, any details we need to know? What time do you want people to arrive at the Lyric? And um, we've got a special sort of added, a special bonus show after Thacker Mountain tonight. Oh, yes. So um, doors will open at 6 p.m. The show starts at 7. And then the radio show will end at 8. But like you were starting to mention, um, there's a great soul show after Thacker. Um, Damien Wash Soul Review uh, Damien Wash is a classically trained musician um, in town, a professional musician, but um, is also an amazing soul singer. And he actually has the Yellow Bushwhackers backing him. Um, and they're going to do some awesome soul tunes. Um, I've heard a few of the the songs on the set list, and it sounds really awesome. And um, I'm pretty sure they're going to have a horn section, too. So it should Very be nice. a lot of fun, oh, high yeah. energy, um, good stuff. So that will be from 8 to 9 after Stacker. 
Well, that's great. Well, thank you so much, Kate Teague, for joining us. Uh, the Thacker Mountain Radio Hour is tonight at 7 at the Lyric in Oxford. That's right on the square. The show is free. Come one, come all. We'll take a quick break. Uh, we're going to go out with some music from Dent May. This is called Across the Multiverse, off that new album we've been talking about today. If you want to share some local events with us, please give us a call. 877-MPB-RING. This is Next Stop Mississippi, and we'll be right back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Mary Margaret Miller here with Kamel King, and we're broadcasting live from Oxford, Mississippi. We're here for Mississippi's bicentennial celebration. Uh, glad to be in Oxford and want to say a thank you to our friend Paul Bennett here at the Ole Miss uh, Law Library who's helped us get connected this morning and also to Sharita Brent back in the studio in Jackson. So thanks so much, guys. We're having a lot of fun today and we'll just move right along. We want to welcome Dr. Jay Dean. He's the artistic director for We Are Mississippi, the bicentennial concert uh, featured here tomorrow um, in Oxford uh, at uh, the, the Gertrude C. Ford Center. So uh, welcome, Dr. Dean. I'm delighted to be with you this morning. Dr. Dean, thank you so much for being on. Uh, tell the listeners about this Bicentennial Governor's Concert and the We Are Mississippi being a salute to the state's musical heritage and just your involvement as the artistic director for this concert and for uh, the concert that we also put on uh, in Gulfport. Well, it's it's a wonderful event, and it's a it's an event that uh, really celebrates the diversity and breadth of Mississippi's music. One of the things that I have uh, said now for a long time is that uh, is that Mississippi's music is its most powerful voice around the world, and I really believe that. And this is a program uh, that uh, uh, has uh, the components of of music that we, you know, oftentimes take for granted around the United States and around the world. And when we realize that that so much of that was is either from or was started in this state, it's really remarkable. Um, country music, gospel, jazz, rock and roll, and uh, blues uh, all had their birth either in or near this state and, and, and certainly uh, have... Uh, uh, through the years, benefited from the great musical artists that have come from this state. Some of which will be, some of whom will be on the concert with us uh, uh, tomorrow night in Oxford. Um, we will have, um, uh, of course, you can't do a concert about Mississippi's music and not have some sort of Elvis Presley component. <laughs> it's such a 
such an iconic figure. I mean, still is, still is, you know. Very uh, relevant, 40, still very yeah. relevant, you know, 50 years after his death. Yeah. Absolutely. He's, he's iconic all over the world. And uh, uh, so we have a wonderful Elvis tribute artist uh, named David Lee. David is from Birmingham. And um, uh, Graceland, um, several years ago, started a contest uh, where they would have uh, these, these regional and international uh, contests to find Elvis tribute artists, people who portrayed Elvis, sang like Elvis, looked like Elvis, dressed like Elvis, those kinds of things. And, and uh, uh, David uh, is a two-time winner of that, of that international contest. He's really very, very good. And when you look at him and listen to him, you swear that Elvis Presley's on stage with you. And it, it, in down in Gulfport, uh, it's, it was remarkable to me that after the show, there were all kinds of people wanting to have their pictures made with him. Yes, indeed. And, you know, and it was it was it was it was really remarkable to me how how much people still relate to that to that that personality. They sure do. Then, and, then, and who else is on the show, Doctor D? All right. After that, we have Shannon McNally. Shannon lives in Oxford, uh, and uh, she's a wonderful songwriter, wonderful performer, um, and she's going to be featured uh, uh, on that show. Then also uh, we have country music, uh, Mississippi well-known country music musician Steve Azar, who is on the show with us, and he is a, a, a gov the governor appointed him as a cultural ambassador for the state. Uh, several years ago, I think, or maybe maybe just a couple of years ago, but Steve is a very very fine country music artist. He'll be performing with us. Then Vasai Jackson, who's an internationally known yes. performer, uh, he will be with us on the show. And Grammy then, nominated. Uh, sorry. Grammy nominated Vasai. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, then we have Mac McAnally, uh, who is a very very well known Mississippian, who's a songwriter. Uh, and performer, uh, probably uh, known f more for his writing than anything else, but he's also a wonderful performer. Perform he's uh, with uh, Jimmy Buffett's Coral Reefer Band and uh, has literally performed all over the world for many, many years. And very, very pleased to have him on the show. And then our, our uh, 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 Marty Stewart, uh, an incredibly well-known Mississippi musician, uh, is on the show, so it's it's a really a star-studded lineup of Mississippians, and and uh, we have the Mississippi Bicentennial Orchestra, and that's a group that comes from all over the state of Mississippi, comes from as far as the Gulf as the Gulf of Mexico, all the way up to Tupelo and everything in between, Jackson, Hattiesburg, Meridian. It's a it's an all-star orchestra made up of people from all over the state, and it's just going to be a great uh, program. And uh, it's it really a true celebration of Mississippi's music. Uh, I was just listening to your show before before I got on the air, and I heard Greg Isles talking. Uh, Greg Greg will be our MC for tomorrow night. He's very excited about coming to Oxford and and joining us for this great Mississippi evening. Well, we are so excited, and you know this this show was planned for the Grove, but due to this um, inclement weather we're having with Tropical Storm Cindy, the concert has been moved um, to the Gertrude C. Ford Center. I am um, both sad and glad to say that we're completely sold out. They are free tickets, but mm -hmm. but it is a ticketed show, and um, there is a, a wait list um, available through the Ole Miss box office. And everyone here at the university has been incredibly um, accommodating, great to work with, but. 
we want to say a very special thanks to uh, Julia Aubrey with the Ford Center and Jennifer Pardo with the Old Miss Box Office who have just been going above and beyond to uh, get us in a safe and, and dry space on Saturday night. So, Dr. Dean, thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to seeing you and hearing you tomorrow. Yes, um, that's the Governor's Concert at the Mississippi Bicentennial Celebration North uh, tomorrow, Saturday, um, in Oxford at the Gertrude Ford Center. Uh, doors are at 6, and the performance begins at 630. Uh, but uh, before we get out of here today, we want to welcome Wayne Andrews. Uh, Wayne, are you on the line? I am. I'm here. All right. In, great. In rainy Oxford. <laughs> That's right. It uh, It is cats and dogs out there today. But, Wayne, we're excited to have you on the show talking about the Yaknapatawpha Arts Council and all the good work you guys have going on around this city, uh, but particularly this weekend. There's just tons happening. There is. Uh, uh, it's exciting that as a community uh, we're, we're able to come together and celebrate the Bicentennial and showcase so many of the wonderful things about our community, such as, as you sadly said, uh, everyone will miss out on the beautiful green space that is the Grove, but you get to see uh, the wonderful facility we have at the Ford Center for the concert. Uh, and because it is raining, you get to see some of our other great spaces. Um, the Arts Council and the Tourism Office uh, will be presenting our summer concert series. Uh, we've relocated it to the Powerhouse, and you can come taste some great local foods from our food truck. Uh, so we, we are moving kind of the picnic indoors, and you can see... Um, the Bicentennial Art Exhibit that is um, a collection of about 30 works by contemporary Mississippi artists celebrating our Bicentennial in our art gallery. And then uh, grab, uh, you know, one of our creative culinary food items from one of our, our, our local entrepreneurs. Uh, right, and, and take it into our theater to hear some great local music. Well, that's very kind of you to allow us to eat in the theater. Thank you, Wayne. <laughs> um, and this and 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 the vice. Uh, I'm sorry. The the summer concert series uh, is this Sunday. Um, I believe uh, it starts at five. Is that right? It's five o'clock. Yeah, we usually do it every Sunday in June as a way to uh, build a sense of community. Uh, Mississippi is a music state, and uh, when you have a beautiful campus, a beautiful green space, and a great public stage. Uh, you celebrate that music by having open and free concerts. Uh, we've, we've done it for over a decade. Uh, you bring your blanket. You have a build a sense of community and connect with neighbors and listen to great music. We had a uh, jazz this year so far. We'll get Latin and jazz. We've had uh, electric pop music, uh, and we're ending with the Blackwater Trio uh, out of Clarksdale. Uh, to come over and kind of celebrate uh, that part of our state's music history. Well, everyone is really excited about Blackwater Trio. This is yeah. not a group that I've heard before, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to Sunday's show and excited to be in your space, Wayne, there at the Powerhouse, um, right off the Oxford Square. I mean, it's walkable if you get dropped off at Square Books, maybe, and want to walk on over yeah. to, uh, to the show after that. Now, Wayne, you also have um, a special workshop this Saturday. Uh, is Can you tell us more about that? We've got a uh, photography workshop that's going on on Saturday uh, where, where we've got uh, professional artists teaching amateurs how to do uh, photography. Uh, and then we also had one scheduled with um, uh, uh, Blue Magnolia Film to document the creative community. Uh, but it is also suffering due to the rain because a lot of it was to take place outdoors and photograph our creative places and people and the work they're doing. Uh, but it seems you can't uh, have, have uh, a plein air painting program it's going to be documented and, and talk to our artists if it rains all week. <laughs> right, right. And um, we only have a few more minutes left in the show, but Wayne, will you tell us a little bit more about the exhibit you have on display right now? 
So uh, what we put together the, uh, for in celebration of the bicentennial uh, was we asked artists to showcase works that showed the influence of, of the place, uh, maybe where they grew up in Mississippi, the artists they saw, uh, their lifestyle, uh, and put it in a, in a contemporary thing. How, how did Mississippi shape your work? So we've got digital artists, sculptors, uh, people that are using reclaimed things uh, to build new materials, uh, paintings, woodworking, all in one big exhibit to kind of say this is the, the breadth and scope of, of how our, our sense of community and land and, and state has shaped what people see. Oh, that's just incredible. Uh, you know, I hope that um, folks can take the time to learn more about your arts incubator program, which I think is probably one of the most innovative, really, in the nation, not just in the state. And uh, you guys are doing such good work over there. And, you know, I, I say this a lot, but I really genuinely mean it. I'm not going to talk about someone's website if I really don't think it's actually valuable. <laughs> right. um, but, Wayne, give everyone your website because it is valuable. I mean, you've got an awesome calendar of events, but also just, uh, you know, more information about how artists can receive resources about business um, business literacy and, and all sorts of things. Yes, we run a year-round program in partnership with the uh, Small Business Development Agency in the Chamber to uh, help artists move their business forward and, and stay and, and, and be a voice in our communities. Uh, and one of those things they can even see when you come to that uh, exhibit this weekend, which will also be open for the, for the rest of the month, is also our uh, our art vending machine, which has five dollar pieces of art from across nice. the state of artists. So we've brought that back in. So great! It's OxfordArts.com. We do three hundred and twenty days of programming. We create opportunities for artists. Um, please join us. Please follow us and, and, and share the information. Let us uh, invite you to be part of what happens in our state. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Wayne. Wayne is uh, the director of the Yakna Potofa Arts Council. Lots of good things happening there. And that's all for today, folks. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you, Kamel King. Thank you to all of our guests and listeners for being a part of today's show. I'm Mary Margaret Miller. Have a great and safe weekend. And stay tuned. Southern Remedy for Women is up next right here on MPB Think Radio. So I called in to where I work. Told a little white lie No, my back don't really hurt But that's my alibi My temporary ticket To anywhere but there Call it an early weekend Call it going off the deep end Call it what you want I made up my mind